My name is Bryce Kala, and I'm a dreamer. Both waking and sleeping, my rich and vivid imagination has been keeping life interesting since I was very little. So I'm going to share those dreams with you, and I'd love for you to share your dreams with me. Let's do this together in a little place that I like to call Somewhere in Dream World. and welcome to another episode of the Midnight Notion Somewhere in Dreamworld podcast. My name is Bryce Kala and I'm your host. I'm always your host. And in this episode, we have a special guest. Hi. Hello. And this is Billy Joe Cones. Hi. Yeah. Oh, but before yeah. we get into that, we have to say I have to say our sponsors really want to get a word out. This episode could have been brought to you by Burgers which are things you can eat. They're things mm. you can have for dinner. You could have them for lunch. You could have them for any time of the day. Second breakfast, maybe. Uh, but but you can you could put them between between bread. You can add additional. Poutine. Yeah. You can add poutine to them. You could add all kinds of things, whatever you want to put on them to satisfy your hunger. Burgers. Eat them at a place that serves burgers near you. Billy Joe, thanks for coming. Thanks. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. Good. Uh, for those of you listening, Billy Joe is a friend of mine uh, from the Minneapolis, Minnesota area. She's an actress in the Twin Cities, voiceover artist. Yep. Yeah. We've worked together on a play a couple of years ago, and uh, Billy Joe likes dreams a lot. I do. I Dare I say more than me? Probably. I don't know. We could have a competition about that. <laughs> a competition? Is there a way to measure how someone, how much someone likes something more than the other person? I think we would have to go into our dreams <laughs> and have an epic battle. Have like a shared yep. sort of Chris Nolan yep. sort of inception yeah. battle exactly. in a hallway that's spinning. Sure. I feel like I have really good balance, though. I'm a server. Well, I just <laughs> lost everything that has ever happened. Also, I do yoga every day now. Yep. I'm pretty sure that Billy Joe likes uh, likes dreams a lot more than I do. And I think I So think someday I that. when you're into the Shaolin Kung Fu, <laughs> then we'll have that battle. I, by the way, brand new spaking news that someday I'm going to be into Shaolin Kung Fu because I saw a documentary once. I believe yeah. in you. <laughs> someday. Well, I feel like because there's tiger, tiger Kung mm-hmm. Fu and I was born in the year of the tiger. So oh. it's like a destiny kind of thing. Yeah. That I learned how to do tiger Kung Fu. Uh, yeah. So we're here to talk about dreams. Why, why are we talking to you about dreams? Why do you like it so much more than I do? <laughs> Um, so the thing I love about dreams is that, well, I, I have, I have a really good memory in Mm -hmm. general and I remember my dreams quite vividly 
And what I love about dreams and what I love about certain types of art that sort of imitate dreams is that while you're in them or while you're watching, say, a David Lynch movie, it seems so important. Everything seems like it means something really important. And then you wake up and you're like, I was dreaming about a hamburger and a Shaolin monk. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? I mean, why why does why does that seem so important now? Or why did it seem so important? And now it's like meaningless. Right. Right. It's amazing the things that happen uh behind those eyelids yeah. in the middle of the night. It's crazy. So, and you've had some very, very vivid dreams that you've told me already, and I'm super excited to talk about some of them <laughs> because um, it's it. I I also have very, very vivid dreams. Mm-hmm. I remember them very regularly, and I admit that I don't work as hard as I possibly could to keep to to mm-hmm. make it a nightly thing. Sure. Uh, I understand the the tricks that you can do. Actually, um, for those listening, I mean, I believe one of the best tricks is just to write it down, or if you have a smartphone, to just speak it mm-hmm. the moment you wake up. Yep. As soon as you wake up, and because the longer you wait, you take a shower, you start eating, you start forgetting details, and and it goes away. But that in recalling them more frequently, every time you do it, your brain starts kind of looking for them, and it becomes more regular true would you say that that's kind of yeah for sure I mean there are times when I've had very vivid dreams I remember them right when I wake up I think oh I'm gonna write that down later or I'm gonna record it Mm -hmm. and if I don't do it right away a lot of times later I'll be like what was that again I don't remember almost any of it anymore right right so yeah there's a um now do you do a dream book I don't I mean I have a few where I've written stuff down, but mostly because I'm lazy and because <laughs> I also find it hard for my brain to keep up or my hand to keep up with my brain mm-hmm. when I'm writing things down. Yeah. I think it's easier to record them. Yeah, absolutely. Um what I would like to do is to be able to actually transcribe those so mm. that they're searchable so I have an easier time going back to them. Sure. But generally, I record them. You have some. Uh, you showed me a few of them on your on your voice memos app. Yep. Uh, and you have some unique titles. That, yeah. I mean, some it's it's really but but you were speaking about titling them. Tell yeah. us more. Well, so I've been sort of following this author Robert Moss mm-hmm. for about ten years, and he's one of my favorite authors that writes about dreams. And I've actually taken one of his dream workshops too. And uh, he talks about titling your dreams. And he also talks about um, dreams not having universal symbols, but that it's a lot more personal. Right. And I really do believe that because symbols are so, I mean, a spider can mean something to one person and not to another. Yeah. And cultural uh, symbols are different too. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, the titling of dreams it also helps me to go back and remember what they're about if I title them. And yeah, some of my titles like uh, that I showed you, Biting Gyllenhaal. <laughs> like like yeah, Jake? Like, like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> or Maggie. No, Jake. Or both. No, it was Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't remember any of the context of that dream, but the title, <laughs> I know it was about Jake because, yeah. Um, 
or a funicular on Mount Rainier. I have some really fun titles. Yeah. I do. That's great. That's great. And I think, uh, I think going on or from kind of here on out, I've been, I'm naming these podcasts after one of the bigger dreams from each episode. Yeah. And so I get to kind of practice doing that from here on out too. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take that. And hey, guess what? If you at home are thinking, man, I could use a really nice little dream book to write down my dreams in because my phone doesn't record or I prefer to write, you could go to the midnightnotion.com website and there's a merch section and there's a book that has Midnight Notion's logo on it that you can buy and maybe you can write some dreams in that. So promotion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, Are you ready to talk about some dreams? Yeah, let's chat. I think it's time to go to sleep. Willie, have you had any dreams recently? Yeah, I've had some odd ones. Uh, You know, okay, I'm not afraid of spiders at all. Okay. I don't. That's one out of the two people in this room. (laughs) So... I usually just take them outside. I don't kill them. I had a dream one night about really large spiders, like the size of size of my hand. So a nightmare. Kind of, kind of. And it did jump at me yeah. and I woke up and I was just confused because I'm not afraid of spiders. Mm. Maybe I would be afraid of a spider that was that large. Sure. Um, and and I a had... lot of uh, like the sort of Freudian sort of psychology people would say that something's bugging you, right? Is that, <laughs> is that something? I don't, I don't really know. I can't pin that one down. Um, and then another one I had recently, I found a ton of money, like found a hundred dollar bill, then found some stacks of hundos, like laying on the floor and then was very con- concerned about keeping it because yeah. I didn't know if someone would come looking for it. Sure. And that one sort of took place in like a college public area. Okay. I guess. So I don't really know where those came from. Sure. If you make burgers, <laughs> you want to leave a couple of hundos for this advertisement, you can. <laughs> uh, what, what else? <laughs> have you had anything um, that like uh, that? Do you ever have anything where something that's happening in the world, um, something that you've been doing a lot just kind of shows up in the dream? Well, I used to have a lot of server nightmares, <laughs> and I'm really grateful that I don't get those so much anymore. You don't get them anymore? Not really. Do you still get get, get the school dreams, like the lost locker combination or oh, no. the can't find the class? No. Yeah? Have no. you ever had those? Uh, Not so much. Yeah? No. I feel like that's a really... Re- I mean, I've had a couple, um, several actually, but... Um, I, I know that I've heard a lot of other people talk about that similar kind of thing. I haven't had a lot of recurring school dreams, no naked showing up at school dreams or any like anything like that. Mm. I had a lot of server nightmares and um, my anxiety dreams, I think, always had to do with me being on a rock in the middle of rapids in a river. Yeesh. Yeah. That's, I, w- I would be pretty anxious if that happened to me. Yeah. Those went away too, so I'm good now. Is, was there like a... They were recurring and they went away? Yeah, they were recurring. Is there anything that you feel like 
was there a thing that changed that or did it just they went away and then oh I guess I don't have those anymore I think it was just a certain period of my life that was maybe more emotionally turbulent yeah yeah and I used to have tornado dreams too but those were not scary it's funny that you bring that up and I think we've talked about this before but I one of my most recurring symbols is tornadoes Mm -hmm. and and I've had a lot of change in my life and there's a lot of people that say that tornadoes are kind of a symbol of change. They come in, destroy everything. And then, yeah. Um, but it's weird that you specify that it's not scary. Cause I think the same as this, uh, it's the same for me. Like you see mm-hmm. it, you're aware that there's danger, right? It's a tornado, right? But there's something like, it's like, it's just a passerby like, Oh, or like a dangerous pa- passer. It's like, I see, I don't know. You kind of just get out of do- like. <laughs> I always just thought of them as sort of fascinating. Like there's something magnetic about them when I'm yeah. when I've had those dreams. There, it's like a beautiful, but not <laughs> <laughs> destructive, but gorgeous at the same time. Yep. And I think in real life they kind of are. There's they're really fascinating, but they're terrible. <laughs> exactly. I'm, have you seen a tornado in real life? No. We live at the very top of Tornado Alley. We, uh, so, we get plenty in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, but I have not seen one either. I was mm-hmm. in what I believe ended up being a funnel cloud at once, but I didn't actually see it. Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of want to see one, but like from a distance. <laughs> Me too. Right? Just yep. like go out to Kansas <laughs> in the middle of Oklahoma somewhere yeah. and just see it from a long ways away and like keep going the other direction. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they are, there is sort of a majesty or ma- yeah, magical yeah. something about tornadoes. I, I think it has to do maybe with having watched a lot of Wizard of Oz when I was a kid. <laughs> maybe that's, yeah, I did. the scarecrow was like my idol for a long time. <laughs> because but, who needs a brain anyway? But when you watch Wizard of Oz, you know, it, it's not, it is scary, but it also takes her to a magical place. Mm-hmm. It is a symbol of change that is somewhat positive in that case yeah i suppose i mean it really sucks about her uh you know (laughs) leaving her whole family behind and being uh you know framed for murder and all that she gets back yeah (laughs) she actually kills the witch yeah man by accident i suppose i suppose that's a good movie (laughs) watch when's the last time you saw wizard uh i don't know that has a lot to do with dreams as well. Mm-hmm. And houses. Right. Well, she wakes up at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But mm. was it a dream? And you were there? And, and you, you were, were there? there? <laughs> Could have been like a, a teleportation into, I don't know. I think, whatever. You, I brought you here um, for a number of reasons. One being that you really love dreams. But there's one dream you told me about that I thought was really interesting. Yeah. And I feel like a bunch of people are going to think that this is interesting. Are you willing to share it? Yeah. Uh, I'm ready to listen. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to just start? <laughs> sure. Okay. So it was the last year of high school. And about a month before I graduated, I had this dream. And. Mind you, it was a dream that I'd had that led me to go to that high school in the first place. Because when I toured the high school, I recognized a room 
from the high school as having been from one of my dreams. So you you had this dream and then you toured? No. No. I had a different dream oh. when I was in junior high. Okay. And when we moved and we were touring different high schools, while we were touring the high school I ended up going to, I was touring it and said, oh my God, I've been in this room before. Weird. And then we also got down by the old gym and there are two doors leading downstairs below the gym. And I said to the person who was giving us a tour, I said, there's a pool down there, isn't there? And she was like, yeah, how did you know that? Because who would think of a pool being underground underneath a gym? Sure. In the basement. Yeah. Because that's where the pool is. Uh-huh. So my high school was built in 1934. And like I said, a month before I graduated, I had this dream. And in the dream, it's the last day of school. And my school looks nothing like my actual school. My actual school is very symmetrical. It's very uh, colonial. Your looking. dream school? No. The, or the, my oh, real, the real school. The real school. Okay. My real school is red brick, mm-hmm. colonial style, symmetrical. It has three stories and then a tower. Mm-hmm. That's sort of a fourth story, like a three and a half story in the tower. Is it White one, of tower. Those, one of those high schools in the movies that look like colleges? Yes. Okay. Yep. Like almost even little fake balconies and ivy and things. Yeah. So it's a beautiful school. The school in my dream that was, you know, like my high school. It was supposed to be my high school, but it wasn't my high school. Right. The you perception know, of... That thing. Yeah. That one was completely different. It was what you would call Queen Anne style. Mm. Uh, kind of looks like the Minneapolis City Hall. Sure. It's, a, it's a big, like, castle looking... Yeah. castle looking, asymmetrical, with a tower. Like, as I was looking at it, the tower was on the left-hand side. There were these giant doorways that were rounded, mm-hmm. like, almost like, almost full circles. Oh, okay. More more like Hobbit, like, uh, hole? Or, or are you talking just... No, a, just very castle Okay. Like, not a... Not a oh arch like this but more like almost like this yeah she's like, she's moving her finger and it's you like can a semicircle <laughs> okay semicircle. anyway yeah um and so this dream was or the the this dream school was made of giant stones like hewn stones and like a darker reddish stone sure and then i was inside the school and i was hearing people's names called and it was the last day of school and i was really sad because i knew i'd never see any of them again And it didn't seem like anybody was actually talking to me. It seemed like I was almost non-existent. And then I was sitting across the street from the school looking at it. And I was sad because I knew I was dead. Oh. Yeah. In the dream, you you perceived yourself as dead. Yeah. And then it cut like a movie cuts. And I was all of a sudden on the grounds of the school right below it, walking around the sort of lawn area. And there were boulders... And the school was in ruins. There were just like charred boulders laying on the ground around me. And I was walking around it. And, you know, like I knew I was still dead. And the school was just in ruins. For the last month before I graduated from high school, I was convinced I was going to die because of this dream. Wow. And then two years later, I had been working every summer uh, doing summer school theater in my school's theater um, with little kids and stuff. And I had these two assistants that were a few years younger than me. And 
we were all convinced that the school was haunted or that the theater was haunted at least. Sure. What and, what theater isn't? Right. <laughs> it's because no one puts out their ghost light, man. <laughs> so we were convinced it was haunted. And so we were always very curious and wanted to do research and find out who haunted it. Like yeah. who died in the school. Right. And so one day my mom and I are at the library and we ran into Eric and Megan and they were up in the reference section. And I said, Hey, what are you guys doing up here? And they said, Oh, we're looking through old yearbooks, trying to find out who died in the school. And we're like, okay. And then they're like, Oh my God. Hey, look at this. And they, they show me this yearbook from like 1915, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And they were like, Oh yeah. Hey, this guy died in the school. And then they, but, um, like we found these really old yearbooks. Oh, by the way, look at this front picture. And they turned the picture and it was the school for my dream. Creepy. Like the Castley one. The, the Castley one. The, with the round. And I'd never seen it before. I didn't know there was another school, like a big school before my school. Right. And I just got chills when they showed me this picture. And often when I have weird coincidences or things like this happen, my eyes will start watering immediately. I just, that's what happens to me. I just want to point out, unless, I don't know if it can be heard on the podcast, but when she said, I get chills, um, there's thunder outside. And it was like from straight from a movie. I just have to point this out. She said, I get chills. (laughs) Um, so now you can control the weather. <laughs> Sorry, I can. Continue. Well, I should have told you that. Sorry. <laughs> um, so they showed me the picture and it was the school for my dream. And they just said, oh, this is the old school. And I said, what? Like, I didn't know there was an old school. And I said, that's remember that dream I told you about? That's the school for my dream. And they said, oh, really? And I kind of had to remind them. And then they said, well, this school burned down. Oh. And, you know, more chills. Right. More eye watering. And I I was like, really? And they said, and the topper. And it actually was right where we're standing. Oof. So the original school is where the library now is, where we were having this conversation. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creepy. I know. So it's like partially... It's it's like a combination of precognition and I mean who knows I, man I mean I had it's weird that if I you know okay if you do believe in past life if I was somebody who died in that other school mm-hmm. then I wouldn't have been alive to know about the new school yeah so unless it's just seeing somebody else's life somehow Sure. You know. Huh. Weird. So um, I'm trying to get my details straight here. You had a dream that uh, before moving to the, before going to the high school, you had a dream that kind of informed you of the layout of that high school. But then. Actually, it was just a dream about that one room. Oh, okay. I only recognized the one room, but then somehow when we were downstairs, I just knew that there was a pool. Wow. And through those doors. Crazy. It's it's weird. Do you have a lot of <clears throat> that I mean, is that is that the the end of that dream or does that or that sequence of events? <laughs> um yeah, pretty much. I mean I like I said, I went to high school there. 
I don't think I had anything else in particular happen. Right. But you didn't die, right? No, I... Or did I? Oh, there's thunder again. (laughs) I just want to say, if you didn't hear it through the microphones. There it is. Yeah, there's definitely thunder going on outside. Best time to record to technical equipment Mm -hmm. is during a thunderstorm. True fact. Um, Creepy. Yeah. Uh, Well, so what do you think? I think it's time to wake up. What do you think? All right. All right. Let's wake up. Ah. Oh, five more minutes, Dad. man. It's really great to wake up. I mean, sometimes it's great to sleep (sighs) for a long time. But (laughs) now we're all awake. Uh, Billy Joe. Yeah. What do you want to do with your life? <laughs> What's do you have a do you have a big dream that you, just something you've always really really wanted to do? I've wanted to act since I was three, and I've kind of wanted to do voiceover since I was about seven. So I guess I'm already doing those things. Yay! But now I'd like to be able to do them and travel. Ooh, adding an extra element on yep. there, shooting for even big. What what? about those and travel like what combines those how do you how do you do both of those what is well i don't know i have a, i have a friend who's kind of doing both of those right now and i kind of want to find a way to do that because there's so many cool places in the world and i kind of feel like when you're traveling mm-hmm. you can almost follow when, when you're having adventures and not trying to force things to happen it's almost like being in a dream so yeah um i would kind of like to do that oh just discover so things. Is it is it is it to get like is it you're traveling and then but while you're doing that you're also or is it like you're a traveling voiceover person or a traveling like is there are they connected or just side by side? <laughs> is that a no weird way. question? Well, you say you want to travel and do acting, mm-hmm. and I feel like um, like so say you're in a major motion picture, right? Mm-hmm. You get to travel to wherever they're filming. Well, yeah, that would be cool too. But, or is it like you want to go somewhere? I don't know. I'm just trying to dissect it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a place you're looking to go to? Is there a, like when you say travel, you're not talking about like St. Paul. (laughs) No. You're talking about like Duluth. You're talking um, internationally. I would like to go to other countries. Yes. Yeah. Is there a dream destination? No, because everywhere I've been so far, and I've only had a passport for a little over a year, everywhere I've been so far, I just want to go back to. Where are those places? Uh, First place I went was Italy, and I went to Iceland, Mm -hmm. and I went to London. Nice. And all of those places have infinitely more history than we do here. It's uh, Okay, so this is something... I've never left the country, and I've only had my passport for probably a year. Okay. And I got it because I did an audition, and had I gotten the role, I would have done it in London. Mm-hmm. And I did not get the role, but I do have my passport Well, you now. should use that thing now. Well, you know, money and stuff. Um, so burgers, everyone, have <laughs> some burgers. Um, but, uh, you know, and I do want to, but mm-hmm. it, it's amazing as someone who's only lived, uh, who's only been in the the US and most of my life has been in Minnesota with the exception of about 4 or 5 years in Colorado. 
So really just the Midwest for my whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, it's amazing that our all of the architecture that we have and the oldest buildings that we've seen aren't even close to old. Nope. Right? Nope. 1700s, 1400s at like the most old, right? What was it? 1442 Ocean Blue? <laughs> There's a rhyme to it, but it doesn't yeah. work. You're supposed to be able to remember it because it rhymes. 1492. Yeah, 1982. Columbus sailed <laughs> the ocean blue. It rhymes, but anyway. Uh, so 1400s-ish at the oldest, right? Yeah. But over there... I was staying in an apartment that was built in five, 500 years ago. 500 years ago. Well, okay. Yeah, that's... That's right. Yeah, uh, but the the architecture, like just in the streets and stuff. I mean, well, I don't, I don't know. Where's the where's the oldest? I guess like uh, Sirius, probably the oldest, one of the older. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you should travel and find out. <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe that'll be my dream, and we can get yeah. uh, as well. I'll copy your dream. If, okay. Since I already copy all of your other sure. dream symbols. Uh, well, that music means that this episode is over. Thank you so much for listening to the Somewhere in Dream World podcast. Thank you, Billy Joe, Thanks. for joining me. Uh, talking about dreams. Uh, remember, you can submit your dreams on MidnightNotion.com. You can click on the podcast link and submit a dream through that form, or you can call the fancy number 612-643-0944 and leave your voicemail message, and that's pretty sweet. So anyway, uh, I've been Bryce Call. This and has I'm been Billy Joe. Yes, and this has been the Somewhere in Dream World podcast. Until next time, sleep well. Dream well and be well.